This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now, the moment you've all been waiting for. You're tuned in to Tapped Out. Hosted by Brendan Tobin and Sean Levine. Only on the BetQL Network. Welcome back. It is fight night. As a matter of fact, we're watching the fights right now. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levine. That is Brendan Tobin. Jake Nomker producing the action. Kevin back in studio. And you, wherever you're checking us out tonight on the BetQL Network. We're checking out round two of Drew Dober versus Bobby Dean Green. And from what I saw in round one, I thought Bobby Green was piecing him up. Drew Dober's face looks like hamburger meat. Bobby Green, we were just talking about this. This would be three or four wins if you can pull it off versus Drew Dober. And that one loss would be to Islam. That's not too bad of a resume. I don't even know how you could hold the Islam one against him at all. Like, you know, you took no. that fight on two weeks notice. You're doing basically the promotion of solid and you're taking a big home run cut to maybe vault yourself to a title shot and uh yeah he got absolutely buzzsawed in that fight but you know it really it, it's one of those that i don't even feel like the ufc can hold it against him at all um but he looks he looks good so far he's been elusive for drew dober i mean both of these guys are going to come forward it's an entertaining fight oh oh no oh no it wasn't an entertaining Uh-oh. fight oh Uh-oh. no i told you dude. Just, what did i tell you during the break i don't know you're ahead of me what happened Drew Dober hit him right down the pipe of the left, dude, and night-night. Although he's saying that, that he's right? fine. He's, he's yelling at Keith Peterson, but that was a vicious-looking knockout. So I don't know how Bobby Green can be mad that the ref called it that way because, you know, he went down like a sack of potatoes, dude. Woo! That was tough. Man, how far ahead of you are me? I'm waiting for this to happen, and I'm just literally sitting here trying to stall and wait for Bobby Green to get knocked out so I can tear my ticket up to make sure that it's official. You're telling me it came oh. right down the pipe, which I'm not surprised. All right, so I'll let you know well, as he, soon as I see it. Was, so here's the thing. He hits him right down the pipe, and Keith Peterson oh, basically okay. goes right. about yeah, how pretty, yeah, okay. he goes down. Okay. He goes, All right. yeah, he, he goes he down cr- violently. Yeah, he, 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 he crumbled he like crumbled. a cookie, eyes in the back of his head. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a knockout. That's a that's a yeah. knockout right there. So I, I can't, wow. like, I, it's, it's, it's sweet of Bobby to be upset about the way, like, oh, you know, but, like, dude, you went back. You crumbled, you fall back, hit on your head, and Drew Dover's about to pounce on you too. So, no, I mean that's a that's I, I can't blame Keith Peterson for that stoppage. Down goes the king in the second round. Congratulations if you had Drew Dover in the second. Double congratulations if you had Drew Dover by knockout in the second round yeah, over uh... Bobby Green. Bobby Green came into this fight as a slight underdog. King Green plus one thirty-five. Drew Dover minus one sixty-five, which means coming up next. 
we've got, uh, I believe it's the Alex Caceres fight taking on Julian Arosa, but I'll double check that here as we move on. Luckily, this fight that we just watched did not go to the judges because it Perfect seems like timing. the judges, dude, it seems like they just don't know what they're doing. And I'm talking about what happened last Saturday night. Obviously, it happened a few times. It's been happening. But the most glaring case of bad judging was in the Patty Pimblett versus Jared Gordon fight, where I think anybody that knows anything about fighting and people that don't know anything about fighting that were watching that could tell you which guy won the fight, which means we could also tell you which guy lost the fight. It wasn't even really that close. In my humble opinion, for what it's worth, it was 30-27. You can convince me of 29-28, but that would be really hard to show me exactly where Patty won a round in that fight. So I didn't think it was close. I thought that he got dominated and... I think it's a bad look like we were talking about, not just for the judges, but for the promotion. Obviously, Dana, obviously the UFC wanted Patty Pimba to win that fight because it's pretty clear what they're going for. They want their next, uh, essentially, UK across the pond. They want their next Conor McGregor, the guy with the accent, the guy that can talk, the guy with the haircut, the guy who can sell a lot of fights. It makes a lot of sense. The last time they found Conor McGregor, it literally quadrupled the value of the company. So... I'm not mad at their attempt, but they're forcing it with Patty Pimblett. And the, the most glaring example of that is a fight where he went out there and got beat up. It wasn't even close. The numbers tell me such. My eyes tell me such. And the promotion still essentially moved him on as an undefeated fighter in the UFC. It kind of makes me a little sick. And I can only imagine what Jared Gordon's thinking because he took the high road, you know, and he said, hey, this is how it goes and on to the next and all those things. But they took money out of his pocket, too. They took promotional opportunities away from him. So it just, it's, it's, I, I, it kind of, kind of upsets me, to be honest with you, that Patty ended up getting the decision. Yeah, it does. It does for me, too. And I think the thing that, you know, what Sean was speaking to Strickland in our interview is just that, like, you just, you don't know what these guys are looking for. And I think from a gambling aspect, I mean, I don't know. If we're going to go to like the, you know, the Tim Donahue days where we're going to start looking at who's officiating the NBA game so we know what the calls will be tonight. But like now, do we have to look at the judges for each card? And you mentioned a UFC card's not like a main event in boxing where typically you'll only care about who the judges are for a big fight. You know, we're talking about this all throughout the night. And these commissions recycle people left and right. Um, and in this particular uh, situation with this Doug Crosby, you know, this dude was in Connecticut the night before. Ref, uh, judging a uh, the Bellator main event with Stotts and Danny Sabatello, he gives Sabatello a 50-45, which was an outrageous scorecard, so much so that the commission and Bellator is investigating the dude. So then he flies over to Vegas the next night and is judging uh, a huge headline fight. That just seems crazy and irresponsible to me that that's happening, that this guy's not only judging two cards of two nights. Like, that seems like a fat cat double dip if I've ever heard of one. Like that we're having these people go across the country to judge fights. He's doing it for and it's, and just happens to go with the two uh, promotional boys, the two ones that he seems because maybe that'll get me more assignments for the UFC. Maybe that'll get me more assignments from Vegas. It's just it just leaves such a bad taste in your mouth when you see this kind of stuff happening. Um, I, it, look, it's a fairly new sport. I get it. But I feel like we're starting to get enough of a grip on it that we need to get more uniformity on this. And certainly when you see this happening where this is supposed to be the sport that's anti-boxing and when you're seeing these guys get these these head nods from judges, it just it leaves you feeling just so bleh. 
Well, it's not such a new sport, BT, that they can't have this part of it figured out. And it, the part, the frustrating part is it feels like after almost every single fight, or at least every fight card, Dana has asked about it. You know, what happened there? Did you agree with the decision? And he throws his hands up like he can't do anything about it. And I understand that these are commissions, whether it's the Nevada State Athletic Commission or the New York State Athletic Commission. And to some extent, Dana and the UFC can't do much about it. But also, if those are your judges, right, because there's not that many people that do that for a living. There's not that many people that have the, uh, the, the, the that are able to judge these fights. It feels like maybe it's time to get some new blood in because the people that are doing it are screwing people's careers, are screwing people's bets. I mean, even if you go back to the Sean O'Malley fight, I feel like it was a little bit different. But to me, 80% of fight fans, like I would say, if I was watching it with 10 dudes that really liked the fights, eight of them would have said, oh, yeah, Piotr Jan won that fight. Two of us, maybe I was one of those because I had money going on Sugar Sean, would have been like, nah, you know, I can convince you of this. That's fine. That, that, that's the game. Any sport where you have judges, sometimes when things are 80-20, 70-30, you're going to get bad judging, and it sucks, but it's a sport that we love. This, to me, was, and tell me if I'm off here, 99 out of 100 people would have told you that Patty Pimbert lost that fight, right? Yeah, I think it was that, and I think also people were upset with the way that the uh, the final fight was judged, too, and it just it, it ends up being you don't want to get into this spot where boxing was in where people are talking more about how the call of the fight was wrong than the actual fighters and the performance in the ring and look it's it sucks for patty you know he had a rough week as far as like you know calling out helwani and you know having joe rogan basically scoff at your your braggadocious ways in the octagon like it wasn't a good week for him i think that he took a fine brunt of the criticism, but the point is, like, we're all going to forget about Jared Gordon after this. That's the sad reality of it. He's going to have to do something really sensational, and that really could have been his moment for a guy who has been through a hell of a lot in his life. Um, to have that taken away from him from what seems is something that was a guy trying to garner favoritism, maybe. And then to have the president of the company who, yeah, he shoots from the hip. I think that's part of the reason we like Dana White is that, you know, he just says kind of what's on his mind. It makes him different from other commissioners who sound like robots. But I don't understand why the fighter gets criticism in that spot. Why is the guy who everybody thinks uh, won the fight getting ripped instead of the guy who clearly got a gift isn't and also the judge isn't getting ripped? That's weird to me. Well, you know why. I mean, like, we could turn a blind eye and pretend like we don't know why, but it's because Dana, ultimately, he won't just come out and say it because he is the president. He wanted Patty to win that fight. Patty winning that fight is much better for the promotion. Jared Gordon, while he does have a great life story and he fought a great fight that night, he's not as easy to promote. He's not as big of a name as if Patty Pimble gets to keep his own, right? Especially when they go back to the UK next time. They want him to be able to walk out and get that, oh, Patty the bag. At least one more time because you tell okay, me if I'm wrong. Ask, and, well, I would say for him, like, who are you – let, let's just even go with his his uh you know his friend and molly mccann like who do you think is in better standing with fight fans right now molly or patty i guess you're going to talk about the fringe doofuses who are out there wearing wigs but to me molly's a much more badass even though she lost her last fight okay that's fine i don't care i know she's entertaining as hell and i know she's going to go out there and electrify that crowd 
with Patty, there's just so many questions about this and now it also feels like you're getting favoritism which is 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 weak sauce to me man i don't i don't and 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 listen he's not it's not his fault he got the nod it's the judging fault but this also goes to the idea of like what are we going to even when we talk about betting these things it's like well grapplers they're always going to get a nod and you'll see that in the odds because it's much easier for a grappler to get a 10-8 round than it is a striker to get a 10-8 round and it's like, well, why? Like, what are we, what are we going with here? What is, what, when do we decide, you know, we have this set of rules and everybody's kind of on the same page with it. And we're just, it just feels like we're further off than ever. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think Patty's stock, as you mentioned, took a big hit because not necessarily, yeah, he, he wasn't one of the judges, but he also, the way that he handled it, even with his in uh, Octagon interview with Rogan, clowning again on Helwani, talking about how he won those first two fights so he knew that he could coast in third, just didn't handle any of that the right way. And on top of it, and we've got like one minute left, I think he's overrated. I kind of thought the entire time he was a little bit of a figment of our imagination, a mirage, if you will, a product of the UFC uh, media hype machine. Didn't we see that maybe Patty Pimblett, and look, he's gotten he's gotten hit in the face all four UFC fights that I've seen him be in. Don't we just know that at this point he's just a little bit overrated? Yeah, I think so. I just don't think that he uh, warrants the star power that he's getting right now. I still think he has a long way to go. Um, and this is not a guy who's super, super young either. So, you know, whatever, dude. Like, you know, I just thought it was we'll a disappointing back. night. It, it, it was. It was. The, the judges absolutely suck. A one hour already in the book. Round two coming up next. Lace them up, BT. You and I step into the octagon. We go at it. You're going to fight me right here on the BetQL Network. <laughs> 